Here's another one that's amazing. Galatians 2.20, every day of my life, I am crucified with Christ, but I still live. Yet it's not I, but Christ living in me. And look at what 2.20 says, the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. All of a sudden, my life is lived differently. My days, each one of them, are under his control. Why? Because if I don't, they get frittered away. Uh, one of my kids, uh, I remember once they used to uh, be a waiter at a restaurant, and you know, high tip restaurant where they'd all go home with their pockets packed with money uh, from these high end restaurants. And, and, and he would come home and he would dutifully count it out and have me deposit it for him. And on Monday, he'd go back to work and he'd say, All those other waiters and waitresses would say, Man, I don't even know what happened to all my money over the weekend. You know, I went to so many parties and, you know, the bars and everything else, and I spent it all. Did you know if you don't get one day at a time under Christ's control, they'll just get frittered away like a waiter or waitress's pocket full of money? If they don't put it in the bank, the control of Christ, and that's the, the crucified life. How about my emotions? Look at Galatians. Now, this is fascinating, and this is something that's so practical. Galatians 5.22, actually, the thought starts in verse 16 of chapter 5, and it says, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So there's two elements here. There's the Spirit prompted, and there's the flesh prompted. And if I want my emotions under the Spirit's power, then I will look like verse 22. I will have love and joy and peace. But if I don't have love, if I'm selfish, that means that emotion has not been surrendered to the control of the Spirit, and it's under the flesh. And what happens is my, my emotions become fleshly. What do fleshly emotions look like? Verse 21, they're envious. And uh, verse uh, 20, they're, there's hatred and contentions and jealousies and outbursts of wrath and selfish dissension, heresies, and all the bad stuff in verse 19. Either I surrender and seek the control of my emotions by Christ, or I operate in the flesh. And that's Every time I say control me, uh, Ephesians 5.16, either I can say control my time, Lord. It's running by me like a river at 60 minutes an hour. I want that time to be redeemed. Redeeming the time, knowing the days are evil, is what Ephesians 5.16 says. I can say, Lord, I give this day, this time to you. And that time is instantly redeemed for eternity. It's lifted out of that river going by, and I'm saying, Lord, control my time today. And if I get off kilter, bring me back. Remember, David was so imperfect, but yet his heart was complete. Uh, here, oh, this is one of the most dangerous ones. Do you know what Philippians 4, 8 says? It's about what we're supposed to think about. Whatever things are, does anybody know the verse? Whatsoever things are what? True, what else? Uh, yeah, true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report, on and on it goes. What was that first one? True. What is the first imperative of what we put into our minds? Truth. What is the new generation primarily feasting their minds on? Not truth. 
many young people live in an imaginary world. Gaming is not true. It's imaginary. It's not just, it's not pure. It's certainly not lovely. And it's not of good report to God. And the Lord says, either you surrender what's coming into your mind by the filter that he has set up to only let in true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and good reports, and if there's any virtue, if any phrase, think on those things, or else my mind will become what? Contaminated. I used to work at Bill Knapp's, and I remember they had a rule that you could have the most expensive steak, and if that thing fell on the ground, you, you couldn't look two ways and put it on the plate. It was contaminated. Yet, we allow the most precious, delicate piece of hardware in the universe, our minds, to be contaminated by choice with 60-foot-wide, 30-foot-high Dolby surround screens. And we're looking at things that are not true, they're not just, they're not pure, they're not lovely, they're not of good report, especially to God. And God says, either I control your mind or your mind gets contaminated.